Good morning and welcome to the Daily Recollection. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. Why learn to direct attention? There is everything to recommend learning to direct attention and nothing against it. It's practical. When you need to stay attentive to something or someone at work in a challenging conversation, you can do it. It's entertaining. You can make up all sorts of little games for yourself, such as turning attention to particular colors or objects and using them as reminders to turn attention to the breath, to yourself, with a kind word, etc. It's relaxing. With attention going where you choose, rather than habitually to the stressful conversations and conditions mind, stress and tension no longer have access to you. It's efficient. When it's time to meditate formally, you're way ahead of the game by having practiced being present all day long. It's fun. Life is fun. Conditions, mind, and the voices of self-hate are not fun. When you give attention to life, your fun quotient goes up. It's kind. When you're not lost in an unconscious relationship with the negativity of egocentric karmic conditioning self-hate, you become a pleasure to be around. You're a gift to the world. It's simple. Anyone with sufficient capacity and willingness can do it. It brings immediate gratification. For each moment you are here now is a moment of well-being. Practice directing attention 10 times today and you have 10 experiences of well-being. Tomorrow 20, then 30, then much of your day, then most of your day. It's a guilt-free pleasure. You can, you can enjoy this little awareness game all the time and no one will ever know what you're doing. They will just enjoy you more because you're more pleasant to be around. It's safer. For example, you're less likely to have an accident, fall, or be surprised by oncoming traffic when you're present where you are. It's a guarantee. The voices can't as easily get you for having made mistakes. Not that it's possible to make mistakes. When attention is focused on the task at hand, you're less likely to do things that the voices will talk you into feeling bad about. It's restful. You're able to get sleep easier when attention is on the breath and not often a story that gets you all wound up. It's easier to be around others. Putting attention on the love you have for someone, including yourself, makes it easier to accept them as they are. It's a relief when you don't waste attention on judgment and disappointment. It's like being at home. Like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, no matter how daunting the circumstances, The practice of directing attention, along with the willingness to see whatever arises inside, leads to the fullest, most joyful life imaginable. It's a calming constant, a certainty. There are probably many more good reasons for practicing directing the attention. Can you think of some? Over the course of the week, our assignment is to practice paying attention and experience each of the benefits described above. For extra credit, Find at least one benefit, not on the list above, to share with Sangha on the daily show. At the end of the day, RL about your practice of the 57th feed. All right, here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Good morning, it's Jodine in California. Good morning, Jodine. What are you seeing? Um, very interesting stuff. Um, uh, the first thing I saw was I went on a walk with with attention, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and companion, I that, huh? Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I do that every day. Um, and I found that I think that doing this exercise helped me um, avoid overexerting myself. Aha. Yes, because you were paying attention. And because you were paying attention to awareness, I'm going to project, then in the field of expanded awareness, you were able to be more sensitive to yourself. Yes. And I don't know where you want to put that, but maybe it's it's a subset of one of those in the list. Um, But I think looking back on it, so basically like I have this little kink in my back Mm. and I don't know why, but like if I ever am exerting myself, it kind of tenses up. Mm -hmm. And so usually when I get back from a walk, I'll need to sit with a foam roller for a while and roll, roll it out. Mm -hmm. Um, and what I found was that with, with the attention on that, that kink as I was walking, as soon as it started to kind of tense up or something, I would stop and I would do this kind of, um, you know, swing your arms back and forth mm-hmm. to get kind of a passive stretch there. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, and I had, you know, I did that several times during this walk. Um, but when I got back, I felt okay. It wasn't, I didn't need the foam roller. That's, oh, I tell you, Jodine, you make me so happy. (laughs) So happy. So happy. Because what you're describing, yeah, I mean, you, you know, the Huber cure, right? Um, and, and what you're describing is the essence of that. The essence of it. So ego, egocentricity uh, the, the you know you know who uh, the voices that uh, want us to be anywhere other than where we are yeah uh, want to distract us from ourselves such that we we actually wind up injuring ourselves and then we're meant to listen to it offer what needs to we need to do in order to take care of ourselves which is often very bad advice. And what you're describing is how to avoid that whole situation because you're so Mm -hmm. present to yourself. Attention is so focused on everything, right? It's not like you're aware of your back and the kink in your back and you don't see the leaves on the ground, right? It's Mm -hmm. It's not an either or, right? It's expanded awareness with attention on awareness. And so part of that is that kink. And when you start to feel it, there's that little sensation, and you attend to it right then. And so it doesn't get to the point where, I mean, you, you stop, previously you've stopped and rolled it out, okay? M- many, many people lost in conditioned mind would just wind up uh, semi-crippled and, and then address it. Mm-hmm. So this, that, yes, I think we have the, I, I don't know, this is one of the practical applications of paying attention, right? One of the life-saving application. I guess it's like not walking out in traffic. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's like, oh, like looking back on that whole experience, um, a thought came up. I guess I was identified with ego to some extent on every walk I took. Yes, yes we are. Distracted. <laughs> we're, we're, right, we're, we're enough in a conversation in the head that we're distracted from. So, you know, we, we can be aware of big things and, and we're told that that's being aware, that that's paying attention. Because you didn't walk out in front of a car, right? And you do know where you are, right? Mm-hmm, so you're, mm-hmm. you're actually a, aware of a lot of things. It just has nothing to do with what you're describing at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very yeah. exciting. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The application is just enormous. Absolutely enormous. And you're going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> I go right. and walk every day, and now, uh, they're di- now my walk is different. It can't go, yes. it can't, can't go back. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Although, of course, um, well. conditioning will try <laughs> to get you to. Uh, but it, yeah. but it, you're right. You, you, we, we can't not know what we know. We can forget for a period of time when we're distracted. But we can't not know it. So, yeah. Mm, thanks so much. Great. Thank you. The show. Go happy. Have fun. <laughs> thanks, Jardine. Well, I don't want to add, add that under in terms of a category, Sherry. That's not on the list. What's that? Transformative. Transformative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Oh gosh, it's so. It that is so big. Gosh. Gosh. Yeah. Gosh. All right. Here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hello. This is Judy from California. Hey, Judy. Hi. So as I've been looking at at this, especially since we talked on the radio show, and I've been getting guidance around this. One of the things I see. One of the things I hear all the time is that. I can't, I can't be bothered to wait until life reveals itself. I've got to do something right now. You know, it's that urgency stuff uh-huh. that gets in the way. But the irony is that that insight dropped in. I didn't, I didn't do anything to have that insight, but that's what I hear all the time. There's just no time. You've got to do it now. Uh-huh. Well, I think I'm following, um, Judy, that you have been paying attention, and so what you, what you saw in the field of awareness was the thought around urgency. Yes, and I've been rereading uh, When You Fall and Dive, and there's a, a section on there in energy, and I can, the energy in my body is different when the urgency is there. I'm starting to, to get a flavor of that difference. Uh-huh. So getting the flavor of the sensation associated to the word urgency is also that, uh, it's also another clue. In other words, you become aware that there is the identification with that, believing that, because it comes with a certain sensation. Right, exactly. So now what I'm looking for is the, is the next step. You know, um, I've, I've received guidance about patience, but you know, sometimes patience just seems... Uh, way out there, <laughs> you know, especially when, when I have the sensation of urgency. 
it's like That's you know, right. I, I know well, I know what the word means, but I don't know how to do that. Well, I think you just have again, Judy. It seems like in every conversation you always answer your own question. Yeah, I know. yeah, yeah. Right? That's because right. it's true. I don't know what the word patience means, but the fact that I don't know what patience means is what I'm going to look at, right? Just as you don't know what attention on awareness means or whatever the attention conversation be, what does it mean, space between the thoughts? Well, I don't know, so I, 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 I start to look, but not look at it from a conditioned perspective, but look at it from a paying attention in the Zen sense of the word perspective, uh-huh. and then you have an experience. Yeah, I can, I can, yes, you know, we talked last time about my feet on the ground, now I can feel myself in the chair, you know, there's just a settling. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly just, right. Uh-huh. And so what is, what is that, uh, there it is, the answer, is it, would that be a, a good word to use, I mean, a good experience for the word patience? For, for the sensei to settle, you mean? Yeah, to mm-hmm. wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was at the monastery, I often talked about the monk, my monk walk, because when I watched other monks there, I could, it was almost as if I could see the earth holding them when they stepped onto the earth that was there. Mm-hmm. And, and um, now I'm saying, you know, I bring myself to the monk walk a lot when I'm walking, but even in sitting, I can do it with this chair. That's what I'm noticing at the moment anyway. It is a settling. Yes, yes. A settling, and it's that same process, right? Because we see it out there only because we know the experience. Mm-hmm. But then we have to prove that we are having the experience rather than giving it away, which is what the redirected, redirective attention to awareness is, from which awareness is aware of what it's aware of. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And, and trusting, trusting that I don't have to figure this out, which has been my go-to which has been my goal. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yes, trusting that we don't have to figure it out. All we have to do is pay attention. And when we pay attention, there is an answer to the question. Mm-hmm. We just don't recognize it as the answer to the question because we're, not, we're looking to the conditioned mind, which is only asking the question and providing an answer, which is not the experience, which is why I have to drop the answer in order to be able to recognize the answer in the moment. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Which is the same process. It's, it's moving away from conditioned mind to being here. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. Thank well, you. Thank you. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Gosh, you. Gotcha. So that was, that was fun. <laughs> and uh, what, what I was really enjoying about it is um, how perfectly that experience um, speaks to the importance of our practice, right? So because urgency and busyness is, is what controls just about everybody, right? That, that's, that's ego's go-to uh, make the person do anything. Uh, and so if, if we then practice just sitting down and noticing, just paying attention, paying attention to the sensations, the energy in the body, just being with it, breathing with it, and watching what happens to it, then we are freed from that, oh, well, it means that, and I need to do that, and then that whole off the cliff. Mm-hmm. So that, and, it, and to me, it just tied it all together. 
Uh-huh. And, and actually the staying with it is, is what allows, almost to, allows us to have the experience, right, Cherry? Because yes. as I stay here resting with it, I have an experience of patience that's not urgency. But I have to stay that's- with it until I do. Yes, and I have an experience of what's labeled urgency that doesn't mean I need to do anything. So I can right. have all the energy of life for me <laughs> not to be used by egocentric uh-huh. conditioning to make me do things that are not good for me. Yes, and what I saw in that is simply that... Uh, then we get to have an experience of what urgency is not. It's urgency Precisely. is, yes, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Mm. So it's a whole, you know, uh, why, why, do we, why do we sit? Why do we pay attention? Why do we turn to the breath? Why do we notice? It's all, it's all it, because it's the reverse of what mm-hmm. we have been conditioned to do that causes us to suffer. Yeah. Unwinding. Right. Unkinking is our Unkinking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Good morning. It's Sequoia. Hey, Sequoia. Hey. I called in for extra you up to? credit. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. What you, what you, what you got for us? Uh, okay, so um, I uh, one thing I noticed uh, in in uh, an experience I had yesterday is that um, d- directing the attention contributes to increased physical health. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Say and, more about that. Okay, and. Um, I have uh, some deep karma, it seems, around um, uh, yeah, how I'm feeling and health and you know, just a constant mm-hmm. checking all the time. And mm. um, and I hear often, just you know, the go-to rant is that I don't feel good, uh, as compared to mm. what. You know, oh boy, is, there's a, a good, <laughs> there's a good yeah, question, huh? Is a great <laughs> what exactly are we comparing this to? <laughs> what are yeah. we comparing it to? But you know, it's mm-hmm. never measuring up. And um, so I had an experience uh, last evening of of uh, very familiar lately of just feeling this incredible heaviness in the body, like I couldn't. Like to move a leg or an arm just felt like impossible. You know, the the only mm. thing that felt open was to just uh, lay down, and mm-hmm. you know what conditioned mind would love to have me do? Just lay down and go to sleep. And mm-hmm. I and I am, but there is another uh, force running alongside that says that wants life, that wants yeah. to live. That, and and so uh, it just dropped in like yeah okay I uh, I choose going out for a walk it doesn't seem possible at this point yeah yeah but we're we're gonna see what happens yeah. and yep. you can, you can turn around at any point in the walk 
uh, but I know that following the guidance to <laughs> to lay down and not get up is not taking you know is not going yeah, it's not going anywhere you want to go <laughs> yeah <laughs> not going yeah. anywhere I want. and so to just get up in spite of all of those sensations and also just watching it there's a commitment to um I don't want to live my, you know I there is not yeah. wa- there is not wanting to live yeah. one's life from how I feel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, well, and let, let's 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 park that for just a second because, okay. uh, of course, you you know you're taking me back to the, uh, the depression book uh, for me mm-hmm. because uh, when eons ago before depression became a thing, which is it's true, <laughs> it wasn't. Um, I I thought. I, I had to be dying. I mean, nobody could diagnose what was going on with me, but mm-hmm. I had to be dying because exactly as you say, I, I, lifting a leg or lifting an arm was just beyond mm-hmm. me. I, I just, okay. Then along comes <laughs> uh, Zen practice and, um, and that insight that exactly the way, the way you described it. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, well, can I, can I, can I lift a leg? <laughs> Can can I can I stand up? How how about that? Can I stand up? And then can I take a step? And and as that happens, what we realize is the energy that was being trapped and held uh, mm. by egocentric karmic conditioning self hate begins to move. It's freed up, yes. right? And suddenly you have you have that energy. So. To me, the, the really exciting part about that, that statement um, about the I don't want to be controlled by how I feel, mm-hmm. I don't mind living from how I feel, but I don't want ego's version of how I feel. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. And right? That because means, that's what you're yeah. describing. A lifetime yeah. of looking to that voice in the head to tell mm-hmm. you how you feel and what it means, and what you can then do or not do. Yeah. And that's what you've seen through. It's horse yes. pucky. It's horse pucky. And, uh, yeah, and the whole, uh, pro- the whole point of that is to make a very small life. You know, that oh, has- absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if, if yeah. it consists of lying on the floor sleeping, yeah. <laughs> you know, or whatever, sitting in a chair and not being able to get up, yeah, it's a very small life. And short, yeah. usually, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and 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 I had been able, you know, from awareness to observe this, uh, you know, this body actually doing many things, and I think, and I precisely, saw, you know, I saw what is going on here. I'm having one story, and yet I'm observing another experience. Yes. Um, yes. And yeah. Yes. And, exactly. And, yeah, which of Go course, ahead. Sequoia takes me immediately to I choose unconditional love. Mm. I, I, don't, I, I don't care what the voice in my head says about how I feel. How I feel uh-huh. is like choosing unconditional love, and then and being with this human being in unconditional mm. love, and what's what's possible for us, and that's mm. when it begins to drop in, right? Well, you know, how about a walk? And and mm-hmm. I'm with you a thousand percent. 
you know, the encouragement that you can turn around any time you need to. It's not a contest. Mm-hmm. It, we're not taking you out there on a forced march to kill you. Um, it's just what, what, what would you enjoy? Let's yeah. move the body and see what's possible. Oh, I'm so Absolutely. excited for you. And I want to just report that I walked a mile in the beauty oh of the trees. And wow. I just... I just felt that oh man, I was surrounded by beauty. And then, not only that, I was able to do 20 minutes of Qigong. So oh my gosh. take that conditioning. Take that conditioning. Yeah, 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 yes, yes. And that's how I feel. That's how yeah. I feel. I feel alive. Yeah. Exactly. So I wanted it's to fabulous. share that. Thank oh, you. I'm so glad. Thank you, Sequoia. Okay. Go happy. Go happy. Thanks, Sequoia. Oh, my gosh. That's so inspiring, Sherry. And to me, it's sort of the crux of the training that we, uh, the training philosophy of our practice, right? Which is to yes. accept the resistance. And that yes. turns the, that's the Aikido move that turns the life force in our favor. And so if we can ask not, what I can't do, which is what the conditioned orientation is always, but what is possible for me? Yes. I, I'm what not going to go for a walk. What, yes, the tiniest, I mean, it's, this, it's such, a, such the secret of training. The tiniest yes. gradient that, uh, of accomplishment, whatever that unit is, that cannot and be celebrate. countered with ego res- resistance, right? Yeah. Because it says so you can't record, but... Uh, for 15 minutes, record for 30 seconds. If you can't sit for That's 25 right. minutes, sit for three. How long can you sit? That's right. And as soon as you That's do right. that about turn, it's just such a, um, it, it is such an experiential sense of the desire of the life force to live. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if, if, the, if there's that kind of encouragement and uh, support and appreciation, the celebration, then it, it, we're unstoppable because nothing wants to stop us except ego and we're not giving it any attention. So there we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's a win, win, win. All right. Mm-hmm. And I think we have time for another caller. So next caller, you're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hi, Sharon Twinney. Tracy here in Taos, New Mexico. Hey, Tracy. And, um, oh, my God, I love this week's assignment so much. I mean, of course, again, as most people say, love every week's assignment so much. But the one on attention has, has been just, I mean, transformative, I will add to the list also. And uh-huh. in particular, I've noticed that um, I've been working with the attention is, directing attention is like being at home. And that no matter how daunting the circumstances, the practice of directing attention, along with the willingness to see whatever arises, leads to the fullest, most joyful life imaginable. And how that's showing up is um, I've had a big life workshop for many years around the belief that my well-being that well-being was contingent on being in a particular physical place, that I couldn't be happy. The human couldn't be happy unless certain 
um, environmental conditions were met. And that then leads to sort of a variation on no matter where you are, you're not okay and it's not okay and you need to be somewhere else. That whole um, system of suffering. Uh, and so this week's assignment of no, it's, it, it's just attention. It's just being where one is in full awareness and acceptance and whatever the circumstances are they are what they are it's not that content it's that how i show up for where i am mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so well it's yeah it's so layered there it's right tracy and what you're talking about it's just because home we say home is where the heart is or home is where attention mm-hmm. is right because if attention right. is on the heart, going back to the practice of loving kindness, we are here. And so the recognition, yeah. that place of, first of all, the well-being is conditional, is in itself a fabrication. It's a lie. And when we right. believe the lie, we're in pursuit of the perfection, so a perfection of the criteria in order to feel well, and it never works. And at some right. point, after trying and trying and trying that it doesn't work, we, we are willing to give up the belief that it doesn't work and actually look for the experience that does a la 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 conversation. And there it is. It's attention. When I'm here, yeah. there are no, there, the well-being is so a matter of my experience that it proves the lie that it's conditional. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And I love Oh, it yes. just proves the love... lie, sorry. It yeah. disproves the lie, right? Disproves the lie. Yes, and so that that the, I love this language of of attention resting with mm-hmm. awareness, and mm-hmm. awareness holds attention, and the attention. there's peace mm-hmm. peace there. This idea of yes. settling in with life here now. I mean, we, I, you know, these are, again, as people have pointed, so many Sangha members have pointed to, there are things we've heard for years, and yet mm-hmm. they're landing, I mean, just so differently in, in, a, in a, in a visceral body-centric way. It's like, oh, that, the body, it's a body knowing somehow. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm yeah. really grateful. Yeah. Just, yes. yeah. Or knowing with a faculty that is not the mind, we could say, mm. right? And it's because oh. we have done the work that yeah. it's available to me because I'm not mm. referencing what I know, but what is known, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Yes, not you. The mind is not the authority. Yes, not, yes. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not looking to that for my experience. I'm looking to to the moment for my experience. To the moment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that that's, a, that's such a delightful exploration. Hmm. Thank you so much. Um, as ever. Thank you, Tracy. Uh, all right. Dasha. Yes, sir. 
Using a faculty that is not the mind. Yes. Well, that was a wonderful um, exploration and description of that. That's key. I hope everybody the, stays with that. Yes, and I love the way both Tracy and the um, and what you practice uh, or what universe are you creating articulated right. When attention is rests on awareness and awareness holds the attention, peace is. It doesn't mm-hmm. say there is peace. It says peace is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Ashwini. Thank you, everybody. Go happy. Go happy.